Good morning and welcome again to Redeemer Presbyterian Church. I am not Galen Musman. I'm Pastor Jeremy Swigard, one of the pastors here at Redeemer, and it is my privilege and my honor and my joy to share with you the prayer that Galen composed. Um, before we get started, though, he wanted to uh, he wanted to share a resolution that was passed in 1983 by uh, both Republicans and Democrats in the Senate and the House of Rep uh, House of Representatives. It says, whereas the Bible, the Word of God, has made a unique contribution in shaping the United States as a distinctive and blessed nation and people, whereas deeply held religious convictions springing from the Holy Scriptures led to the settlement of our nation, whereas biblical teachings inspired concepts of civil government that are contained in our Declaration of Independence and Constitution of the United States. Whereas many of our great national leaders have paid tribute to the surpassing influence of the Bible in our country's development, as in the words of President Jackson, that the Bible is, quote, the rock on which our republic rests. Whereas the history of our nation clearly illustrates the value of voluntarily applying the teachings of the scriptures in the lives of individuals, families, and societies. Whereas this nation now faces great challenges that will test this nation as it has never been tested before. And whereas that renewing our knowledge of faith, knowledge of and faith in God through Holy Scripture can strengthen us as a nation and a people now, therefore, be it resolved by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America in Congress assembled that the President is authorized and requested to designate next year, 1984, as a national year of the Bible in recognition of both the formative influence of the Bible has been for our nation and our national need to study and apply the teachings of the Holy Scriptures. Times have changed. But 11 years after this resolution in 1994, the service of organization of Redeemer Presbyterian Church uh, was conducted. The late Robert L. Raymond, Bob's father, delivered the pastoral charge to Reverend Michael Milton based on 2 Timothy 4, verses 1 through 5. I read these verses as we come together in prayer for our nation, our community, and our congregation. And I invite you as you are willing and able to use the kneelers that are before you as we pray. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season Convince, rebuke, exhort, and with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and will turn away their ears from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you 
would be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, and do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Great God, sovereign ruler of the universe, we thank you that we live in a country that was founded on biblical principles. We thank you for our founding fathers who wisely modeled our form of government with its separation of powers on the Bible, and that we as members of Redeemer Presbyterian Church are part of a denomination that exercises church government consistently with a form described in the Book of Acts, which provides for a plurality of elders and enables the church to determine its direction and practices in a structured, peaceful way that finds the balance between tyranny and anarchy. Gracious Father, you have blessed this body of believers with faithful pastors, starting with Mike Milton and clearly also until today, who have been faithful to the pastoral charge and preach the gospel, confident that it is the very word of God and the only way of salvation. Even as we celebrate a designated day of thanksgiving, it is easy to be distracted and saddened by the lingering pandemic, the divisions within our country and around the world, and so many other worldly woes. We pray, great God, that you would encourage us as we move from a day of thanksgiving to the Advent season. This world is indeed a veil of tears, but the babe in the manger became the man of sorrows, that we may be of good cheer and rejoice. We are surrounded by circumstances that might alarm us, but the gospel exhorts us to fear not, because we have received glad tidings of great joy. This good news is the antidote, the divine remedy for our, great, for our grief and great anxiety. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, proclaims to all whom he came to save, it is I, be of good cheer, be not afraid. Almighty God, among us are those dealing with illnesses, with aches and pains, aging bodies and aging minds. We lift up all those concerned about finances, concerned about the future, concerned about parents, or concerned about wayward children. Father, we know that all things work together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. We know it not only on the strength of scripture, but as we reflect on our own lives, on the many ways and many times we have been in the midst of tribulation, only to see you work in ways we could never imagine or believe to deliver us, to strengthen us, and to draw us nearer to you. We ask you to use all these things in our lives right now to work for good in ways we perceive so that we might begin praising and glorifying our great and loving God. Lord, you promise to satisfy the longing soul and fill the hungry soul with goodness. We pray that you would stir up in us great longings and sanctified desires for those things which fit us for service conform us to Christ, and stir us up to praise you. Great God, awaken us from our spiritual drowsiness and sloth. By your grace, may we become filled with holy zeal, zeal for God's glory and honor, 
zeal for God's church and holy word, zeal for good works and the advancement of the kingdom, and zeal for that holiness without which no man shall see God, the zeal that overcomes all spiritual obstacles and perseveres to the end. God, we ask you to bless those in authority, to give strength, comfort, and wisdom to all those providing medical care and conducting research to find cures for COVID. We thank you for the protection you have given to us, recognizing that although many have become infected and there are many deaths, that compared to pandemics in the recent past, you have spared us from even greater sickness and misery, for which we thank you. Now we pray that you would prepare our hearts to hear the preaching of your word with gladness. As we focus on your divine providence throughout all recorded history, may the Holy Spirit inspire us so that we would not be hearers only, but by your grace, believers who act upon what we learn. As we hear your word, help us to see Jesus, the good shepherd and guardian of our souls, in whose name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> 